Blog Talk Radio. There was a boy.
What a cool song. I love that. I love the way that that sounds. We have a very special guest. Welcome to a special edition of the Indie Cafe on the Red Velvet Media Network. Um, we have today some very, very cool guests, um, Glenn and Lori. Um, they are here with their newest, well, I have a sampler CD. We're going to talk about some of the new music they're doing and we're going to talk about a lot of the different work they've been doing and stuff that's coming up. I have um, them in the studio along with my co-host, Spencer Drake. Let me bring both of them on real quick right now, and then we'll talk a little bit about that music. I just love that song. I think it's such a great haunting song. So welcome, both of you. Uh, I have Glenn and also Lori and us as Spencer. Welcome to the show. And uh We'll let everyone know also the show will be available afterwards on iTunes under Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio. And also there is a chat room that is open. If anyone would like to listen, they can go ahead and sign in there. Or if they'd like to call in, our number is 347-677-1036. With that, I'd love to introduce our guests. Um, Glenn and Lori, are you there? Yes, we are. Yes, we're here. Oh, great. Hi, great. great. Well, <laughs> yeah, great song. And, uh, again, that is the song Nature Boy. Um, you know, what movie was that from? I forgot. Um, oh, that song, you, Nature Boy. Oh, well, it's a, it's a classic uh, jazz standard uh, composed by Eden Abes. And um, uh-huh. you would probably remember a very famous version uh, by Nat, Nat Cole, Nat King Cole. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, when Glenn and I started to work on some of our own arrangements of, of these um, great American standards, um, that just, that one just lent itself to the kinds of, yeah. of world drumming traditions. And like you said, the, the melody is just so haunting. And, um, it so is. We, 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 it's a very haunted. Yeah, so that's that's an interesting arrangement that you heard there. Uh, but we are we we play it uh, acoustically live, um, and um, and we'll be playing that next week during the concert. So uh, we're excited about that. Great. Yeah. So I thought what would be really cool is have both you and Glenn introduce yourself and talk a little bit about what you do and about your newest music that's coming out, and then currently what you're working on and uh, the concert. And then Spencer and I both, I'm sure, have a lot of questions for you. And Spencer has a very, a very cool story, I'm sure, to tell, tell our listeners about how he met you. So why don't you and Glenn uh, lead in with that and tell our listeners a little bit about your projects. And, and, and Glenn, you're um, an, a Grammy-winning, iconic world drummer. And, Lori, your voice is just absolutely beautiful. So... Why don't you guys just introduce yourself and tell our listeners a little bit about who you guys are? Okay, I'm going to start. I'm uh, Glenn Velez. And, uh, yeah, I've been doing this for a long time, you know, playing drums of various kinds. And when I was in my late 20s, I discovered this uh, drum called the frame drum. And, of Mm -hmm. course, we all know. The frame drum that we all know about is the tambourine, 
But mm-hmm. there, it turns out there are many types of these frame drums and many types of tambourines found all over the world. And so for the last 35 years, I've just been exploring this kind of drumming and uh, developing material, not only in the context of something like this project with Lori, where we're doing rearrangements of uh, traditional American songbook songs, uh, utilizing the frame drum and, and my ideas about percussion, but also in the context of solos, doing solos on these different drums, and also doing drum ensemble pieces. And we're doing a uh, ensemble piece called Doctrine of Signatures, which I wrote back in the 80s, late 80s. And uh, the drum ensemble includes four drummers, frame drummers. And we <clears throat> play this very long piece. It, it lasts about 40 to 45 minutes. And uh, it's a lot of fun to play, but we haven't done it in a while. So we're kind of doing a... Um, Reimagining of the piece at uh, on this Thursday, which is the, our next concert coming up. So, um, oh, fantastic. That's part of the story, yeah, and uh, part of the story of what I do is also uh, do research about the history of these drums. They're they're very mm-hmm. uh, well documented. They're the most well documented drum of any drum. So there's many many uh, visual representations from ancient Egypt, ancient Greece, ancient Rome, Mm -hmm. all the ancient Mediterranean civilizations have a lot of examples of frame drumming in their artwork. So because those are things that are in museums, there's a lot of examples of this, and you can kind of track and make very interesting um, investigations into the history of this drum. So that's part of what I'm doing. And then uh, regarding the Grammys, those were all with the Paul Winter consort, which I played mm-hmm. with him for 15 years, and I played with Steve Reich also in another earlier mm-hmm. incarnation when I was doing more marimba and mallet instruments. Glenn, I have to cut in here because I have to tell you, I did print ads for the Paul Winter Consort where Pat Kenny was producing those shows in New York. Okay, all right. Well, we, that, we might have cool. come across those. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and we'll talk. We'll talk a little, a little bit about that too. Yeah, that that's really cool. Um, you know, you know what, you know what's really neat is that he's done so much and. Um, you've written books as well on, on, I was looking at a lot of the materials that you've written as well in regards to this. Yeah. Well, part of uh, what I do has been a lot of teaching and and a lot of Mm -hmm. educational work, sharing the ideas about frame drumming, because even now, you know, the tambourine is, I use this joke of it's really the Rodney Dangerfield of the instrument collections. Uh, mm-hmm. it doesn't really get respect. So uh, that's part of my mission is to let people know that the tambourine is a, a wonderful instrument that has many, many possibilities. It is. And yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, how did you, what really attracted you to the drum, uh, uh, Glenn? What was the thing that attracted you to the instrument? Well, you know, up until that point, I'd been playing marimba and uh drum set and uh, all kinds of big instruments and when I saw the frame drum and the way it's possibly played in some of the different traditions, Middle Eastern, South Indian, 
Brazilian, mm-hmm. I realized here's this very small instrument that you can do a tremendous amount with, and the only limitation is just your own imagination. So that really drew me to it, and the idea that, oh, you could carry four or five frame drums around in wow. one bag instead yeah. of you oh, know, getting a set of timpani. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. You know, I have to tell you a funny story. When I was in Morocco, I, I've tra- I travel a lot, and when I was in Morocco, the drums uh-huh. and the types of drums that they have there are so different, but they – that seems to be the core instrument over there is really the rhythm, as you guys both know and talk about in your, you know, newest um, release of your music. And, you know, that leads into Lori with her beautiful voice. Um, Lori, wow. Yeah. Blow me away with her <laughs> voice. It's really, really, really beautiful. Really great voice. Yeah. It is. And you Thanks. both work so well together. How did you two meet each other? Well, I, I also have a background in music therapy, and um, for a while I was I was a professor of music therapy at the New School, uh-huh. and uh, and Glenn was invited um, by the dean of the program at the time um, as a guest artist uh, presenter, and she said, "Glenn Velez is coming." You know, have you heard Glenn Velez? And I said, "Well, I know he is. I've heard, of course, of who did, you know at that time." I mean. You know, anybody that was involved also, not only in world music or jazz, but also in the healing world because yeah, when, absolutely. Uh, his, right, because his uh, one of his uh, CDs or recordings that came out, I think one was Rhythms of the Chakras, Glenn, in the 80s or late 90s. Love that. that. I, first, I've heard it. Right? I've heard it. Yeah. That was, I have. That was yeah, somatic type stuff. Right? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. It was one of the first, um, you know, he he's really a pioneer. Um, Rhythms of the Chakras was a real pioneering uh, recording because there were, wasn't really a lot of music specifically geared towards healing or the it wasn't highlighting the therapeutic value of drumming mm-hmm. and also world drumming and how um, you know, aligned with what the the CD is about, which is aligning ideas like of, of the chakras and Ayurvedic ideas and color. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, you know, it was just this amazing groundbreaking experience uh, coming across that recording. And then, uh, you know, my the dean of the program is like, well, Glenn is coming. I'm like, I'm there. And so all my students were there. And um, and she said, but you, but I'm not just saying that because you're going to love the presentation. You guys have to meet. She said, you're doing all these, <laughs> she said, you know, you're, you're doing all these, you know, wild rhythm, rhythm uh, things with your voice. And it seems to be what you're passionate about. And she said something like, and he's the pulse of the planet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I said, well, sign me up. <laughs> and so she introduced us and I, um, Glenn wanted to hear what I was up to. So I, I sent him a couple of, of tracks and he said you know i think you could really sing my music um and he said that's you know has been difficult to find vocalists who are uh so into rhythm and wanting to to do music that's rhythm-based music and and we started working together and then the rest as they say is history <laughs> so wow yeah. i know it's gorgeous absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. what did you do before um you were how did you get into singing, Lori? 
So um, my background, I've, I've been doing music since I was probably six years old, and I started out uh, on a regular classical route, uh, starting with uh, classical piano and, and um, classical studies, and then I went to a performing arts high school in Long Island, and uh, that's where I met my first jazz teacher, Dave Burns, uh, who is a, oh, nice. was, he passed Way, rest in peace. He, he's a great jazz, jazz trumpet player. And he introduced mm-hmm. me to Scat when I was about 16 years old. And as soon as I heard Scat singing, I just saw the rest of my life in front of me. And I said, that's it. That's what I am. I, I, there was no doubt about it. Um, and then I went to Berkeley College of Music studied all jazz and, and continued my scat singing adventures. And then when I was in graduate school at NYU for music therapy, I was really going deep into world music, listening to world music. And I heard drum language for the first time um, uh, during those early years. And then when I met Glenn in 2002, um, he introduced me to the formal uh, uh, traditional study of, of of Konakal, which is the South Indian uh, tr- South Indian vocal percussion, it's a classical vocal percussion, and and when I heard that for the first time uh, from Glenn, uh, again I saw the rest of my life in front of me. <laughs> so, and now um, wow. that's how the that's how the term uh, rhythm vocalist came into play, mm-hmm. is because I then started to go very uh, I've just immersed myself into the 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 study of, of Konakal, but I was already doing scat singing and improvisation, jazz, and and, uh, and then sort of figuring out ways that I could combine the two. And and then, um, and now I just, uh, rhythm vocalist just seems like the, the right, the right way to describe what I'm doing. It's perfect. All the music yeah. I, and yeah, <laughs> it is. It's perfect. I have Lord, to ask you a know question. What? Lori, Lori, how do you, oh, what I got do you, cut off. Oh, I'm sorry. Lori? No, 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 that's okay, Spencer. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Lori, I wanted to ask, um, how do you classify your music specifically? You know, in music, it's like what they play, are you alternative, are you rock, you know, the whole thing. You're very unusual, excuse me, very visionary musicians, and you have like a, almost like an experimental primitive style, you know, which is very beautiful, and the arrangements. But how do you classify both of you in music? Well, you know, I, first of all, thank you for saying that. I, I really appreciate that. That means a lot. Um, yeah, you know, the, when you're doing something that you know is not necessarily on the mainstream, uh, I think one of the challenges is trying to figure out how to explain it to people because yeah. I think what Glenn and I do and, and, you know, at the concert next week with the other um, musicians, the ensemble, it's it's not just a sonic experience, it's visual. And so when yeah. you see us live and we're doing this completely acoustic, um, it's, there's a lot of movement going on. So we're also, you'll notice, and Spencer, you saw, and you'll, I know you'll talk about it later, but you saw us perform yeah. live and you saw that I'm doing clapping patterns that are adapted from the Indian tradition. That wow, are yeah, that's so Sometimes Glenn and I are stepping and moving in a cycle, mm-hmm. or the ensemble is right. stepping in the rhythm cycle. And so, um, you know, there's a lot going on visually as much as there is 
um, uh, sonically. And um, I would I would say that you know Glenn's music is just it's completely original. I mean it's like there is only one Glenn Velez, and, right. and, it's his, <laughs> and it's his signature stamp. And and when you hear it live, it's just transportive, really. Um, I I think that from the standpoint of some of the material that I'm working on now, um, you have this a little sampler, but but um you know we're in the studio working on a new release, which is this sort of visitation of the great American songbook, but through um, this sort of lens of world tradition. So there's like a feeling of, of, you know, revisiting something that's very familiar, but the mm-hmm. eyes of the tourist in a way. So all of a sudden these songs like Nature Boy or Imagination or Bye Bye Blackbird or In Walks Bud mm-hmm. you know, by Polonia, these songs that I grew up with and that we grew up with and that I've studied so deeply from the jazz perspective, now uh, approaching them with this new material, this new um, uh, expansive musicality that I've developed over the years, I, it's like discovering this new magic of <laughs> that I didn't even know. Oh, before. yeah, it's definitely magical. Uh, yeah. And it's a new, yeah, it's, so, a, it's a sound so unique. And um, also what I wanted to say about um, when when we kind of crossed over was I was going to say you have quite a few YouTube videos up about your, um, which I found really interesting because I watched them and they explained about the rhythm and, and the way that you distinguish the patterns in your singing. And we heard a little bit about that in Nature Boy. And the music mm-hmm. is definitely a very healing type vibrational thing, which I think is really interesting. Um, I've been exposed to quite a lot of music of this, but this takes it one step further, which is really so unique and so different. Plus you bring to the, bring to the audience and to the people, the masses, a whole different sound that a lot of people are going to resonate with it. I think could really just be something new and that you're experimenting with and other people are, you know, not that you're experimenting, but other people will say, wow, this is so cool. You know, it's, uh, it's so different, you know, so yeah, the arrangements, the arrangements of their songs mm-hmm. really hit me too, Holly. I think we both agree. It's like the arrangement mm-hmm. of the song is something you've heard, but, uh, it, it's like it's not really. I, it's it's kind of like a the the covering of the song and the arrangement of it is so different. Mm-hmm. It, it makes it right like you're saying. It makes it a whole different entity and a more oh, enjoyable. Yeah, it is. It's actually, a, actually it's more enjoyable. I think it's and, and you know the other thing is very important. Music covering songs is not easy. I mean it's like it's like most people cover songs they're covered. You know there's no originality to it. And then if they have originality, they don't go that far. These two go in a whole, I'd say, towards the black hole in the universe with their music. It's incredible. <laughs> I love Spencer. <laughs> the black Here's, hole in the universe. I love it. That's funny. I, 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 I really love special. it, too. <laughs> you know, yeah, it is. The thing it is, is really that special. Mm-hmm. For, for, for so long, you know, we, we weren't doing that. Um, you know, when you look at the, like, Glenn's catalog of composition, of original music, you know, I spent a long time just trying to, 
uh, get into being able to sing some of the the amazing uh, rhythms that um, were presented to me through the melodies that he was writing in in, in the, his original compositions. And then when when I said, hey, you know, what if what if we applied a lot of this and and dove into some of the jazz standards and and mm-hmm. we, we've been just having so much fun doing that and it's not all you know it's not all we do but we decided that we think that like the word rhythm jazz sort of kind of uh oh, cool to describe it yeah <laughs> for, but but not all all but but specifically for for the for the uh, uh standards that we're doing <laughs> yeah no but i can see both of you doing um some concerts some special for some specialized type um audiences like you know the conscious life expo um you know stuff like that like you could be right. asked to be yeah. doing more music more geared towards the people that are going to really embrace that even more so mm-hmm. and i'd like to talk about what you're currently working on in the concert that's coming up because i see mm-hmm. that you've done a lot of specialized concerts at museums and um you've been guests at a lot of different places i've looked at a lot of the reviews amazing reviews i've I've seen that the new york times says explosive exuberant and chicago classical review is jaw-dropping they just loved it so let's talk about what you're currently working on and then also um you said you have a concert coming up and then let's give your website out too Okay. Um, well, yeah, uh, yeah. my website is, is just rhythmvocalist.com and uh, com, And um, we, we have a concert um, at a percussion festival that's hosted um, and put together by John Hadfield, an, an, another wonderful, wonderful mm-hmm. artist and uh, percussionist. Um, and he, I think this is the second annual uh, percussion festival that he's put together at the, Cornel- the Cornelia Street Cafe, which is oh, cool. obviously, you know, with a historic New York landmark. Um, and um, so that is next Thursday, August 17th okay. at 8 p.m. And it's two sets. And the first set's going to be a rhythm jazz set with all with a lot of the uh pieces that are our arrangements of, of the standards, but also original compositions that may have some lyrics in them. And the mm-hmm. second set, and I'll, maybe I'll, I'll let Glenn talk a little bit uh, later about that, but it's, it's based on this piece that he mentioned called Doctrine of Signatures, which, um, well, most people that know it just describe it as this epic Glenn Velez composition. And um, the mm-hmm. way we describe it in the, in the promo is that, that it uses the theme of opposites attracting. And, and it's um, all frame drums, handheld drums and synchronized movements. Oh, nice. And Glenn wow. is, is cueing through vocal rhythmic cues. Um, he's cueing each drummer and, there's this idea that the cues trigger complementary rhythms and Mm -hmm. it just produces this amazing sort of a magnetic balance of opposites through rhythm. Um, It's, it's, it's beyond, it's, I I don't even think trance is the right word. I I don't think we have a language yet to describe this piece. I think you have to come. It's invoking. It's invoking. How's that word? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Invoking, I like invoking a feeling. It, it really does. 
because yes. I found myself yes. listening to this music and just like really tuning in to what Glenn is doing and then your voice complimenting that and it's just like such a your voice is like the background to this rhythm and you know I've attended so many um, drum circles there are so because I know Glenn probably enjoys this when he probably goes maybe to the beach or, or if you go away anywhere, there are drum circles everywhere. People love it. And the rhythm, yeah. and it just makes people alive. The rhythm, make, it, 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 it wake, awakens the spirit. How's that? Yeah. It sure does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It does, definitely. Totally. It really totally. does. Yeah. On so, the sampler, I know it's a long excerpt. I don't know how Yeah. Um, much you'll play, but but it's you know th- we did include a, an excerpt of Doctrine of Signatures on there, but it's yeah it's, um, it's a it's a long piece. <laughs> um, Lighthouse, the other track on there, um, you'll hear some of the um, traditional Arabic um, uh, tambourine I was playing. I blown away with and, that. Yeah, yeah, that's also beautiful. beautiful yeah. to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I I'd love like a to lot, bring a lot up how I met them, uh, Holly. Come with how it. I met yeah. them. Yeah. So, that's fine. Uh, yeah. So, Mark, our friend Mark Estabi has been on Holly on, on my show. Um, uh, we brought him on, and he's very, as you well know, uh, uh, Glenn and Lori, he's very experimental, too. So, he uh, he has what I, I call it, and he loves it, I call it the music salon event. And, and he has showcased. <laughs> different musicians that maybe people haven't heard or should be heard. That's the important thing. And uh, Laurie and Glenn were there. It's very and I've never eclectic. heard them before. Yeah. Never saw them before. And they were playing. He has this backyard, which is really nice, outside his townhouse. And I heard them play, and I said, what is going on here? <laughs> I said, this is, like, unreal. You know, this is, like, creative people are doing their thing together and – like like Holly, I think you agree with me. It's like a whole other dimension in music, and especially the integration of the sound that you have. It's almost like a, as I said before, it's almost like a primitive experimental in a creative visionary way with music. So I really mm-hmm. turned me on. So I said they got to be on our show. That's how it started, and um, and I also emailed Mark that should be on today too, so that you both know, you know. So um, oh. hopefully he's listening in, you know. Wherever he is. Hi, Mark. <laughs> we, well, we, 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 we. Hey, Mark. Mark. I hope Scotty. you're creating more art. <laughs> we more hope you're creating yeah, name. Yeah. We just love, <laughs> we just love Mark. He's, and, and he, Mark he's great? A, a friend and, and now he's a friend. And, and ever since then, we, you know, he's a collaborator and we, I, I, we were already brewing up ideas to do another happening like that again. Somewhere oh, that's in the great. World. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? yeah. Definitely got to do it. But, yeah, so what was happening is that Glenn and I uh, performed, uh, improvised while Mark was creating a, a, mm-hmm. a beautiful uh, canvas. Painting. And, mm-hmm. and then we just, we just had such a great chemistry doing that together and flow. And, and I mean, um, well, I mean, Glenn's drum just is the, like, is the heartbeat of the whole thing. It just brings it all together. <laughs> it's the thread. So, I want to um, ask, ask Glenn something. Glenn, are you there? Yes, yes. Glenn, how many drums do you have or how many how many instruments wow. do you have? I just <laughs> want to know. I bet That's I cool. bet no, this a, is not gonna be easy. <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. You know, it's it's kind of a 
evolving uh, aspect of what I do mm-hmm. because, um, you know, as you move from one place to another, we've, yeah. over the last 20 years, I've moved three times. And each time you move, you find out, what do I really need to take with me? Because you don't want to be mm-hmm. dragging all over the world. So uh, in that way, I've kind of, uh, you know, edited how much, how many drums I have and really asked wow. myself, which of these drums do mm-hmm. I really, really want to keep? And uh, so periodically I'll do, do sales of drums that I have. And oh, uh, wow. the other frameworks I know, I'll, I'll let them mm-hmm. know, you know, I'm letting some of these drums go. So come on mm-hmm. by and, and out and see how you like them. So I would say at this mm-hmm. point, I probably have maybe a hundred drums, something like that. Wow. Oh, wow. That, wow. These are, <laughs> yeah. So these are frame drums, so they're not big. Most of them are pretty small. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are yeah, actual. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we have a couple of storage bases where we, we put the drums and, and uh, the ones I couldn't part with. And uh, mm-hmm. yep, there's a lot of them. I use, you know, I have probably 10 to 15 drums that I use a lot in different situations, mm-hmm. recording. You have your favorites. Or, yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. ones that I always return to, you know, and mm-hmm. and I have a couple of drum companies that make drums that I've designed. Oh. So I always have a, a stack of ones. I sell them through my website also. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's drums attached to and there's also one of a kind drums that I have that are made by uh, makers oh, in the middle yeah, different parts of the world and and those I'm just real careful with about you know make, making sure that I don't lose them or damage them Hey Glenn oh, what sure. is your website for drums? What is your website mm-hmm. for the drums if people want to uh, go to it? Yeah it's uh, called glennvelez.com and okay. through that, and, you know, we mentioned earlier mm-hmm. about the books. So I have a lot of instructional yeah. books. Oh, it's really so beautiful. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those books are just introducing people to the different drumming styles that mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. and getting Great. started on playing it. And then for more advanced drummers, there's different uh, volumes of each uh, type of drum that I play, and you can get more more into it as you you know as you study about them but the the books mm-hmm. are mainly to invite people to learn more about what I'm doing in this kind of drumming what what are you do know, you have any musicians that you were influenced by by the way you and Laurie? Uh, that's you know to both of you were there any musicians in, you know, that you're really drawn to that you could name you know what i'm saying oh yeah um you know i grew up listening to all kinds of music, but, you know, I love Jimi Hendrix, I love the Beatles, I love John Coltrane, I love Sun Ra, you know, because of the, yeah, I mean, that's one of the amazing things about living in the States is that you have a chance to listen to just an incredible variety and range of music. So whatever you start to get enthusiastic about, you can usually find many, many examples that type of music, you know, so so growing up in America, if you're a musician or someone who's inclined to love music, you can just get into, you know, hundreds of different styles. Oh, it's yeah. funny you mentioned Definitely. Sun Ra. I did a I designed a whole series for Sun Ra on a record label. Oh. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah, really he's... incredible, right? Right, uh 
Glenn, he's he was amazing. He's he's in outer space, right? Space is the yeah. place. That's what he used to say. Space is the place. I remember that. You know. Yeah, that's I, great. He's a vision, visionary. You know, you know in other words, yeah. people that want to expand what we think of as uh-huh. music. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And Lori, what were you listening to? Because I mean, you've got that that beautiful voice, and I know you're probably influenced by a lot of different people. Well, um, for sure, I was definitely drawn whenever I w- went to any bar mitzvah or wedding uh, mm-hmm. a uh, event, and there was a cantor. I was always quite drawn to to the voice of the cantor, the way that oh, they yeah. sang. Oh, yeah, um, the cantor. So as mm-hmm. a young kid, you know, hearing that, I didn't exactly really understand what was going on musically or the, the scales and all that. But later on, I I then started to listen uh, to a lot of music from the Middle East in general, so Arabic music and Jewish oh, yeah. uh, prayer music. So that that's from that. That was my sort of, uh, I, I think, entryway into um, into the uh, the world traditions which was so different than the kind of music that was on the radio, of course, when I was growing up. Um, but then uh, from the jazz world, I, I love Anita O'Day. Um, she, she and I, ha- I, I feel a kinship with her because she also had a drummer as a, as a partner, <laughs> and, she, and she was very rhythmic and wow. was really, really just had an unusual way of interpreting uh, the, the jazz repertoire. Um, so of course, Anita O'Day, and as far as the singers are concerned, Anita O'Day, and and um, there another um, vocalist that I really loved a lot is King Pleasure, who was singing just all these vocalises and didn't really have a, a tremendous uh, amount of recordings, but love what I heard. And then you know, then the usual. I mean, James Brown. <laughs> And Jimmy mm, Andrews, right. oh yeah, sure. John, Col- yeah. John Coltrane, Miles Davis. So I mean, I you know I I went to I studied so much jazz, so I was listening to everything, and and then from classical. I mean, I grew up going to operas and and uh, and symphonies, and so you name it, right? And and uh, but then no, really definitely. when I got, but then when I got into graduate school, I was listening to Glenn Velez. <laughs> Before I met him, so oh, that's um, so funny. So Glenn, and Glenn here is, you two Glenn both are working now. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. great. So, so, so I was listening. I was so it, it's amazing. And uh, the other um, artist that I listened to that I am now working with that uh, is so exciting is Glenn has a trio named Trio Globo, and that's with Howard mm-hmm. Levy and Eugene Friesen. And oh, nice. Um, so. Mm-hmm. On the record that we're going to be making next, uh, the rhythm jazz record, um, wow. I, the plan is is having them on it, and and so it, it'll be with uh, with Glenn and Howard and Eugene, and hopefully by the end of, of this year that'll be finished. So that's what we've been we've been brewing that up. Oh, for. how exciting! Don't have to come back on again to our show. You know that, don't you? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, definitely, definitely. You know, I wanted to share something with both of you. Um, I told you I'd done quite a lot of traveling, and um, recently I just was at Hopi. I was at a Hopi um, purification ceremony with another friend of uh, Spencer's and mine that's a filmmaker. And uh, 
the drums and a lot of the chanting and a lot of the um, different things that they did with the Hopi were so interesting, as well as time that I've spent in Finhorn where they used a lot of drumming and they sang in the forest and, um, you know, out there in the Isle of Iona in Scotland and stuff. So the drum especially was just so enchanting to me with the Hopi because they used it so much. I mean, it was just like almost magical how when they would do ceremonies and this purification ceremony that I witnessed, um, they used a drum. And And I want to bring in in something also, Holly. Um, We're going to have on our show, uh, Glenn and Lori, you should know about this. We're going to have the director and the producer of a movie called Rumble, The Indians Who Rock the World. And why this relates to what Holly's talking about is is a lot of them, some of these famous Native Americans were drummers. And a quote from Ozzy Osbourne Mm -hmm. in the film, uh, which a lot of people don't know, is this is, I always wanted to use a Native American drummer. And that was a key drummer he had for a long time. He said, because they knew the beat. That's his wording. Oh, they do, definitely. The drumming there was so different than um, what you would hear. Like, you know, like it's very similar. Like you bring a lot of, I think a lot of uh, structure to it, and it's, it just has so much more of a realism to it than just you know drumming. Like I said, it was just so it was so different because there was just not just the drumming, there was the chanting, like the rhythmic chanting, like you're talking about with what you do with your music. So that is really it, important. It, and so yes, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Lori. Go. No, oh, what, what, what you were saying about the uh, drumming and yeah. the panning. So it's in the mm-hmm. music therapy world, right, we, we call that entrainment, right? And mm-hmm. so, um, entrainment? This entrainment, okay. right? So that this okay. idea that the, the, that the grounding uh, beat, if you want to call it that, or the groove or the, the, yeah. uh, the pulse, um, it, it, it aligns everybody. And puts in even in in an applied setting can also regulate um, like a group uh, mind, right? So that the you know maybe even your heart your heart rate uh, um, becomes uh, entrained like uh, there's a synchrony oh, uh, between the people that are are part of the ritual and um, and it's in like you said you know the idea of purification and. The idea that 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 enchanting or or in, mm-hmm. in that um, type of vocalizations, you you can't have any. There's no thoughts that go on, right? Mm-hmm. So no, it's that, all kind of, it's, that you have no yeah. association puts you in a, such a clear, pure experience. It is so it's it's kind of like you're going with the cosmos, with what's going on around mm-hmm. them. It's kind. It was. It was so interesting, and I'm sure Glenn, in his travels, has picked up different instruments, like, you know, uh, rhythmic instruments, you know, when you're going around the world. If you see something, that's why I said how many instruments do you have, because I know, for me, if I'm in a different country and I see something that makes rhythm or sound, it's like, to me, I'm so I'm so drawn to it. Um, and I know there yeah. are so many, like you said, you have so many one-of-a-kind instruments, Glenn, yeah, mm-hmm. hold on to those. They're going to be yeah, something definitely. that's 
so special. I'm sure there's stories behind every one of them you have. Well, you know, regarding this kind of general subject, the frame drum is the most uh-huh. commonly used drum for shamanic okay. ceremonies. Whether yes. you're talking about Central Asia, all over Central Asia, or if you're talking about Native American and you know materials like the Hopi, so they really use the frame drum a lot. And this way of uh, entraining, as Laurie said, with a basic beat and then singing over that is really an inspiration for us also in terms of what we're doing because it's basically the same idea that we're taking Mm -hmm. a very basic rhythm and then putting on top of it some different kind of melodic ideas. So because the frame drum has so much association with shamanism, you kind of are, it always wants to go in that direction, a shamanic feeling of uh, going, become immersed in something so that you kind of lose your sense of, uh, Absolutely. Uh, that's what I thought. And you go into, yeah. And the, you know, the use, use of the word cosmic or, or mm-hmm. big time, all these things are possible with the drum and the voice. Right. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Um, Seth, did you have anything more you wanted to um, add or Well, I know, say? I know we have a mutual friend, Glenn um, and Loria, Suzanne Vega, who usually is a very dear friend of Mark. Oh, I yeah, know, Suzanne. And she, I know we, Suzanne. I'm very close to her mm-hmm. in life, too, myself. So uh, why don't you mention how you collaborated with her or anything, Glenn or Lori or Glenn? Yeah, this was a recording I did with her. It must have been in the 90s sometime. And mm-hmm. uh, it was just, you know, it was a lot of fun working on her music, which I like a lot. And, yeah. in fact, it was one of those situations where um, she sent me a very basic track of just her singing with the guitar, which I, I loved. And I thought, oh, man, I'll, I'll add some drumming to this. And uh, what I felt was that it got a little bit overproduced and then there was a lot of things layered on top of that. What, what was me very, had the most charm, which was just her drum. I mean, her uh, voice and the guitar, but I really enjoyed her music. So it was, it was a lot of fun working with her personally and also collaborating with uh, musically with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, when can when are you Glenn? When are you and Lori going to be working on this next uh, set of music that you're getting ready to do? Are you already writing it? Are you do you both write it? Yeah, well, yeah, we've already mm-hmm. uh, we've already started recording and we've done a lot of the preliminary uh, tracks and and then mm-hmm. um, hopefully in autumn we'll be able to coordinate with um, Howard Levy and Eugene Friesen um, to get them into the studio to uh, finish up. Um, the plan is is that we'll release it on vinyl and uh, download. Yay! Um, cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Being a vinyl judge, wait a minute, being a vinyl judge on the Alex Awards okay. which is coming up at- by the way, Jack yes. White is involved with this. Very big, Jack White in Detroit. So yes. you've got to cool. enter your vinyl in our vinyl awards when that comes in. Okay. Definitely. All right. Well, we haven't even gotten to the. To, we'll have to talk about you know artwork with you and Mark and and see what's the next stage of that. I I don't know oh, yet. Oh wow, I, that'd be interesting. We, so, so, that'd be really. Well, interesting. you know how it yeah. is. Uh, 
I we started recording it before I even launched the Kickstarter because I was yeah. so we were so excited to get into the studio. So maybe once we uh, we get a Kickstarter out there, maybe we'll be able to uh, brew up a, a bigger project to get to get uh, you guys involved. <laughs> yeah, not not only that, but the Alex Awards. We're going to do it. I think we're going to do it every year, and it's just in vinyl. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a very unusual cool. event mm-hmm. and a really cool event with famous music people involved. But it's going to be just vinyl mm-hmm. categories: twelve inch, ten inch, and forty five record sleeve. And Judith and I did a very iconic book called Five Hundred Forty Fives, which is. In the Rock and wow. Roll Hall of Fame, it was in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame collection, but it sort of was a kickstarter to the vinyl era with other sort of other vinyl books. But um, but that award, it's only so for exciting. vinyl. Holly and I are very into vinyl. You know, we're really into okay, vinyl. Okay, good. Well, we we're we're excited. To, well, we like to, we love yeah. vinyl. We love yeah. vinyl. Yes. But you know what? Yeah. My passion is really just all about the music and all about really yeah. the artist and what yeah. makes them create and mm-hmm. um love love what you guys have here because it's just so different and um for a lot of people that are out there looking for different types of music I mean I have to tell you for me the kind of music that really I listen to that just in in and just blows me away is again like you said the the arab even though you know it's a thing it's the Arabic, the tones, the and also the Indian music from India, um, the chanting mm-hmm. and that they do, um, it's just so it's just so different. Yeah, and uh, we, we it invokes in some it invokes pieces. something. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm so with you on that. <laughs> I agree with you completely. It's just, it's just, we um, I know if you if you yeah. listen like um you know one of the pieces there you'll even hear like on bye bye blackbird on that track mm-hmm. um the idea for us is also about the storytelling and how you can tell a story without words and and the idea of using these chants and drum language or even they sometimes to feel like rhythm mantras to um to tell the the part of the story that has you have difficult uh describing through words so there's this feeling mm-hmm. sometimes that there's a lyric that's asking these universal questions, you know, about love, about loss, about, you know, heartache and, and all that. And then, you know, you're seeking for these answers. And sometimes uh, it's hard to put that into words. And so then I, when that happens, Glenn and I feel that we continue exploring that story through the drumming and through the chanting and, um, and through improvisation. And so, you know, like on the track Bye Bye Blackbird, we really go into that a lot. Um, you know, what I'm trying to do right now is upload that track to the studio so that we can end with that because I think that, yeah. So, that would be really cool. Are you okay, I just I wanted to add. Yeah, I'm, I'm suffering from not having water, but it's okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I wanted to just water make sure light. that I... I Yes, we need more. I wanted to make sure that I um, uh, mention, you know, who's playing with us in the concert next week. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. We have the most, we're song. so lucky that we're just, we feel so lucky that everybody's, um, that these guys are all available and, and, and with us. Um, so essentially Glenn's ensemble for many years is called the Hand Dance Ensemble. And, and it was really this idea of, of 
creating an ensemble of players that really devoted the, their their life's work also to the not only percussion but specifically to frame drums and also learn from Glenn's method, the hand dance method, which involves, like I said, the, the stepping and the playing and also the vocalizations. And some of his, um, you know, some of his protégés are now, you know, just remarkable, well-known uh, artists in there and, and percussionists um, out there, you know, doing all their music. And they'll be playing with us next week. And we have, oh. I want to just list all the names. So we have uh, Shane Shanahan. Oh, yeah. And we have, mm-hmm. yeah, and we have Yusef Sharonik and we have Glenn Fitton. And then we have joining us Scott Hogan on bass. Uh, for the first oh, nice. set uh, in the jazz set. So the first set's going to be a trio with Glenn and Scott on bass and myself. And the second set is mm-hmm. going to be the hand dance ensemble with Shane Shanahan, Yusuf Sharonik, Glenn Fitton, and Glenn Belez. And uh, the concert's on August 17th at 8 p.m. at the Cornelia Street Percussion Festival. So that's Cornelia Street Cafe, which is down on uh, 29 Cornelia Street in New York City. So we're really we're really excited to share that with you. And Holly, I'm, I I know you're in California or somewhere out west, so I don't oh, think you you're going to be able. Oh, you know, I totally. Spencer, maybe we'll get Spencer. I want over. to hear you guys <laughs> so bad. I need this is like so neat go to just down. get this to get this music. What what Spence? Oh no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm gonna, I just mentioned I want to try and make it down there on the 18th. Cornelia. Oh you know. yeah, 17th, that would be 17th. great. Yeah, it's on the 17th. Yeah. Yeah. 17th. You know, yeah. um, while I'm uploading this, uh, when I'm uploading this track right now, I wanted to ask Glenn and yourself. You both um, do. I, I extended the show a little bit, if that's okay, just so we could upload this song and talk a little more. Is that all right? Sure. Are you guys okay oh, on yeah, time? Absolutely. Okay, cool. And yeah. you two, okay on time, Spencer? Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. What? So what I wanted to ask both you and uh, Glenn is. You both do um, some education stuff at schools and stuff, and I saw that you did a little bit with your YouTube videos. Can you tell us a little bit more about that while this is I'm – I'm getting this uh, track uploaded to the studio? Yeah, because, you know, I went to Manhattan School of Music, which is one of the conservatories mm-hmm. here in New York, and uh, so I had this background and connection with – uh, percussionists who are studying through that kind of lineage, mm-hmm. and so I've been teaching at the uh, Manus College. Uh, that's a music school here. That's part of New New School University, and I've been teaching there for 20 years. And in the last few years, I've been doing classes at Juilliard also. And oh, so wow. I do a lot of nice. yeah, I do a lot of teaching of that and and mm. introducing percussionists who are starting out in their careers to the frame room because mm-hmm. it's like a you know a whole new category for them and it gives them a lot of different ways of approaching rhythmic material and utilizing the voice in the context of the learning process. Oh, that's fantastic. That's that's really cool. And Lori, nice. do you do any educational I do. I, I teach. I, te- I definitely teach privately, and um, but also oh, wow. we do workshops. Yeah, I, I um, I'll okay. teach privately in, in New York, and and um, very often see students now at at um, the Opera Center America, which is is a very convenient location, and um, 
and we actually have a wonderful um, retreat coming up in Vermont. Uh, it's Glenn and myself and another Grammy Award-winning artist, uh, Eugene Friesen, who's uh, oh, nice. uh, just a remarkable, remarkable composer and musician and cellist. And, um, and that's on August 31st um, in Bellows Falls, uh, Vermont. And um, mm-hmm. it's a it's a trio as a trio we're going to co-teach a weekend of improv of of how to improv of improvisation and our approach to improvisation but also rhythm so uh, we we call it um, rhythm uh, rhythm what is it Glenn <laughs> your rhythm your life <laughs> that's it your you guys rhythm, are so funny <laughs> sorry about that uh-huh. <laughs> I, no, I don't have don't my, my book in front of me. But uh, and you know when you're doing ten different things in one in one in one no, month, you have to keep it all good. straight. But um, yeah, it's called Your Rhythm, Your Life Workshop, and it's a retreat, and and it's um, it's it's a beautiful uh, setting, and also a, a just an unusual opportunity to to study with three, uh, get three different uh, perspectives, but um, mm-hmm. but the common theme be rhythm, and um, so yeah, there's still spaces available. And so we hope that uh, that'll draw some attention, and, and maybe we'll get a couple more people. Um, no, that that's come so up. cool. It's so you're doing that. Also. No, yeah, it's on, it's on it's, my way. It's on our website, and and, and that's what I was going to ask you. you. Yeah, I was, yeah. was going to ask you if yeah. anybody wants to sign up for that. How would they go about doing that? Right, so they can just they go, just to, go to the uh, website? website. Yeah, go to my website or even uh, Facebook World. Uh, we have all the posts up there on social media um, to my okay. page, and and um, and they can just go to. Um, I think my website should have a, a pretty good on the schedule. Oh, cool! Um, yeah, for both yeah. of you. Okay, all right. And yeah. you know what I wanted yeah. to say also was, Glenn. I know that you. Um, I was reading in the bio when I was reading about your music that some of your music has been used in film and television. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Uh, yes, there was a uh, feature-like movie called Peace. That, uh, uh-huh. was yeah, that's the most recent one. And uh, that was released, I think, about two years ago. And they mm-hmm. used a lot of the drumming that I do in the context of that movie. It's like a horror comedy movie. I think yeah. that's how you uh-huh. categorize it. The son of Roy Lichtenstein. Yeah, the son of uh, Roy Lichtenstein was the uh, uh-huh. pr- producer director of that. He wrote it. He wrote yeah, the he movie. Wrote. Um, he's a filmmaker. And wow. um, uh, the composer uh, is Robert Miller. And um, and the movie has since become a, a kind of cult uh Cult has a cult following, and um, it's nice. It's it's a, it's it's a really cool cool film. That was the most recent one. I think there have been others, but it's hard to when you're a freelance. <laughs> it's hard to remember. Oh no, I totally get different. that. <laughs> yeah, and um, you both are on Facebook. You both are on Facebook, and yes. uh, are yeah. you on? You're on. You're on Facebook, and you have your I, website. Yeah, I, 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 I tend to be more on there, uh, Glenn. I think there's probably a page there, but uh, but he's not. Mm-hmm. So, you're not so much on Facebook. Right. Glenn, Glenn's not really active on the social media, but uh, but mm-hmm. they can definitely uh, go on my page. Uh, just type in my name, um, and they'll find it. Um, and Perfect. you know, so 
Yeah. Yeah, no. So I wanted to tell everyone if they missed the beginning of the show, this show will be again available afterwards on iTunes under Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio. And um, I did have that track um, up in the studio, um, Bye Bye. Uh, the oh, cool. number. Let me yeah, look on so the thing here. It's uh, number five, Bye Bye Blackbird. So and, we can tell you um, a little bit that it's a, yeah. it's a, a kind of a demo. It's exciting because you're part of a work in progress. And, you know, a lot of people don't like to, you know, share their process. But I think it's a pretty cool thing to hear it. Um, in this setting because um, it, the, the way that we compose uh, these arrangements are through the drum, so, and, which mm-hmm. is very different than other artists who are working more harmonically through the piano or guitars and through the chord changes. And so this um, is sort of a, it's a work-in-progress demo uh, without the other musicians. It's just Glenn and I. And then um, when we get uh, Howard Levy and Eugene Friesen in the studio, it's going to have cello, and you know, and he plays these amazing cello oh, wow. lines that sound bass lines, and Howard the piano and diatonic harmonica, which he's innovated a, an amazing style of playing chromatically. So it's going to have all this other stuff in there. But I thought it would be fun to just listen to the process of how it is when it's in its sort of raw. State and mm-hmm. uh, this is a so this is a great sample of that. Oh, great! Okay, well, uh, Spence, did you have anything more you wanted to add? I don't know what I could say. They're absolutely beyond words, which is a very big compliment mm-hmm. for me. Being I've been in the business for over thirty-five years and seen the best, but their work is so mm-hmm. creative. I'm looking forward to seeing them if I can make it. Definitely down to Cornelia Street. Okay. Oh, we'd love to see you there, Spencer. Oh, we love you. I love you both. Holly and I love you both. You know that. And we're Ah, both happy. And Glenn and Lori, thank you so much for being here and also spending Friday with me. I want to say it's Friday, guys. Uh, Before we end our show, please don't drink and drive. Um, It's a really important uh, weekend, um, you know, for yourself. Just go out there, be aware of your surroundings, and just enjoy it. And uh, if they want to pick up any of your music, they can pick it up on your websites, correct, Lori? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Or just, you know, to be on the lookout. <laughs> thank you so yeah. much, Holly. Thank you, sir. You're thank so you welcome. Hey, thank and you, Dolly. Thank you, All Glenn. Right. And uh, thank you, Lori. And um, I am going to end the show with Bye Bye Blackbird. And this can be found. Can they purchase this these tunes? Not yet. So it's on the Not yet. studio soon. No, no. Just be on the lookout. So we're premiering music that isn't even available yet. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, here you guys and, go. And Bye-bye, Blackbird. You're all part of the process. What? It <laughs> is. And it's unfinished. It is. Like you're part of the process. It's beautiful. And here you guys go and have a great weekend, guys. It's Friday. Again, um, have a beautiful one. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Glenn. Bye, Spence. Here you guys go. Bye. Take care. See you all. No one here loves me or understands me. Oh. What hard luck stories 
Yeah, 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 yeah